Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We've got the show's namesake, BJ Shea. On assignment. Mm. DJ? Nah, he's going and doing DJ? something else. He doesn't want to be in here with all of us. It's nice outside. He's probably doing something else. That's a lie. Yeah. Running the boards is Joey D. I can tell you for a fact he is not outside. <laughs> <laughs> on today's show, I will tell you guys that I watched the Fantastic Four on Disney+. Plus. Uh-oh. And I've got an interesting theory. I did it for you. Is it a science theory? Oh, a little bit on that. Maybe a, a hypothesis. Ooh. We've got Vicky. She's going to talk about Crossing Swords yes. because, of course, she binged the entire season, like, how many times? A lot. Yes. Yeah, I know. Wow. Uh, and, of course, the uh, Geek Sheet with Vicky B. And, of course, more. All that fun stuff. All Yay. of that. Thank you. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. Yeah. It's going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. Or just search for BJ Shea's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes to find us. Yes, and that more will probably be the 10 behind-the-scenes facts about the 90s movies that you may not have known because, well, I told you I was going to do it on the Friday podcast, and I didn't. And you're a man of your word. (laughs) Well, I'm a man of something or the other. Space! I'm doing things for the Geek Nationals. Um, in addition to uh, hopefully getting to that mention, uh, which one of them was, I think we talked about the fact that Fantastic Four was on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. If we didn't talk about that, I was like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll watch it. And um, as Vicky has said many times in uh, uh, during our podcast, marijuana is legal in uh, uh, Washington, Washington State. State. And so I uh, had a couple drinks, decided to uh, sit down and... Uh, Really make sure I was inebriated for this. Watched it on 4K. And, uh, you know, (laughs) it's like when you know how bad it's going to be, it kind of softens the blow. Um, It's still red rotten. It's still not good. It still deserves the 9% it got on Rotten Tomatoes. But you know what? There were some parts of it that were kind of neat. Um, the pacing of the movie's awful. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, th- like they do like weird montages just to get through to points, and then the third act is just <laughs> them just exactly yeah trying to get through it. But as I'm watching that, I was trying to think, why the hell is this on Disney Plus? So that got my brain rolling. And then I was looking on on um, on Disney Plus for uh, other things as well. And there is also a 2007 Fantastic Four uh, cartoon Mm -hmm. that has 26 episodes, but much like everything else in the Fantastic Four universe, it got, like, neutered hard. Uh, When it first came out on, like, Toonami, it -hmm. only aired, like, six episodes. And then they tried to play it on another one, and it got maybe to nine episodes. But it's 26 episodes 22 minutes because it's straight up, you know, just perfect half hour cartoon thing. And it's not bad so far, but like, I don't like people are not giving the Fantastic Four a chance, even though we've got people clamoring for John Krasinski to play Reed Richards. Mm -hmm. I would be kind of okay to see Miles Poole try it again and Michael B. Jordan to be uh, to Johnny Storm again as well from the actors from that movie. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, why? Why is Disney Plus putting it on here? And, I mean, they bought out the Fox, uh, all the rights to Fox, but... 
this is the one movie that they have from Fox putting on Disney. I'm like, there needs to be more. So as I was thinking, I'm like, okay, they're trying to bring us back to remind us about these characters because I feel the Fantastic Four is going to play somewhat of a part in Marvel's Phase 4. And we've always been hoping mm-hmm. for this. Um, like they're bringing the Incredibles in? No, <laughs> no, which is the best the, Fantastic Four movie out right. there, hands down, absolutely. Um, or could it just possibly be that a lot of these movies are, like, depending on their contracts and stuff like that, that was the first one to, like, okay, we're done. Just like they just, they moved the last Avengers movie, I believe, or the last... MCU movie off of Netflix now on Disney Plus. And that's I don't know. I'm wondering if it's just like, oh, we gotta wait like six months. This is how long I have I have it for, and then you can move it over. It could be that too. And it's really, really confusing because on other streaming services, uh the Fox produced X-Men movies, X-Men, X-Men First Class, oh, yeah. X-Men Dark Phoenix are available on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why why is all of this? But then we went back and the wife and I watched Doctor Strange. And they're just talking about the multiverses and the fact that, I mean, it literally says you that. You watched that one in the Altered as well, didn't oh, you? Oh, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> in 4K. And guess what? That one is amazing. The Mirror Universe? Get out of here. Dark Dimension? Ooh, that's some, that's some good, good stuff. <laughs> but, like, they're unlocking the, the multiverse. Like we were talking about on Friday's episode mm-hmm. with The Flash and Batman and all of that. I feel that they're going to be bringing them through like how they did with like the 616 in the comic books mm-hmm. and then the ultimate universe. Like I feel this is how they're going to do it and this is the plan and they're just like remember the Fantastic 4? Well, we're going to be bringing it back, but this is just a reminder that we have it. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically speaking, since the coronavirus has shut down all of our movie theaters, Mm-hmm. If Disney was to say, hey, we're going to release the new Doctor Strange multiverse movie, one night only, two showings, you can stream it live, and then it goes away for a month. Okay. Do you think enough people would watch it that it would make enough money to support the movie itself like it would in the theaters? It's a Marvel movie, so I think so. Um, I just, th- oh, just a heads up with Doctor Strange 2, it's not... Set to be released until 2022. Oh, wow. crap. That's so, so long away. Um, but we do have WandaVision that's coming out December 2020. Yes. Oh, and, and that, that one. <laughs> and that's supposed to be a thing. Yeah. Connected, well, and, possibly. Yeah. And I mean, because she's, it looks like she's kind of going into multiverses if you've seen the trailers for that as mm-hmm. well. So. I mean, I think they could do it. It's, I don't understand this whole, like, oh, we can't release any movies right now thing. I'm like, we're releasing straight to streaming, unless maybe they can't support it server wise, but. Yeah, I mean, people would pay. And I think a lot of it is also the battles between movie theaters and the studios. Because, like, when they put out Trolls 2 and people got, uh, not people, but this, uh, the movie theater companies got really mad about the, about the fact that the studios put it out for video on demand. And it made, like, $100 million because yeah. kids are stuck at home and parents are like, yes, I'll spend $20 for 20 two hours a piece it's i think it's just kind of this weird balance yeah but i i I totally understand that from the movie theaters perspective but when we do get back i mean there will be movies in movie theaters Mm -hmm. but we can't we don't have that luxury so what are they supposed to do yeah 
I know, and I, I don't, you know, I don't disagree with you, and I wish I had an answer, and because I, I do want to see new movies. Because to your point, this Fantastic Four thing, right? It doesn't make sense that they threw this one on the streaming service. That movie was not worthy of the time they would have probably to put into it to put it on there, right? They could have put any movie on there. Yeah, and so uh, maybe somebody else out there has something in the know. I just have a feeling it's just. To remind us that the Fantastic Four are out there. I was talking with BJ about this, who is a diehard Fantastic Four fan. And he he's mostly worried about what you can do with the, with the Fantastic Four team. Because it's not... Other than us having it revolve around family and teamwork and all of that stuff, we've kind of seen that done better already. What do the Fantastic Four, besides really cool powers, what do they have to offer the the greater MCU or, you know, just comic book movies in general. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're so hard to cross over with, too, because they don't really have it. Like, Doctor Doom's a bad guy, but mm-hmm. he's a tough bad guy to do if you're not doing an origin story. And that actually reminds me of stuff, too, because they have uh, so many different uh, levels of bad guys. You've got the global bad guy with Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the lower level ones like, like Mole Man and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which are just city based. But then you've got the cosmic ones. This is how you introduce people like Silver Surfer and Galactus. And even when I was watching the cartoon, uh, I would just watch the first episode, but they introduced Ronan the Accuser and then also the Kree Supremo, which is the Supreme Intelligence, which is the one that controls the Kree. And they had gone right into the Kree Scroll War. So if they brought like the Fantastic Four in from another multiverse and then they introduced it into the MCU and they're like, no, the scrolls are bad. They're here to infiltrate us. And hmm. what we found out from Captain Marvel, no, they were here as refugees mm-hmm. and the Creeds are the bad guys. It would be an interesting dynamic on that side. I think they would be another along the lines of a cosmic group, just like Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. It's just so tough because, you know, we don't have any attachment to those characters, the the actors that play them. No. If they were to just get thrown into the universe via a different dimension or something or a different universe, it's just like, am I going to believe that their Reed Richards is that smart or that Sue Storm is that powerful when mm-hmm. you're like sitting there, you know, bitter from the last movie? I don't even want to say bitter, but just kind of like over it. erased. Yeah. And, and how many people are just going to be like, oh, Reed Richards is just a dime store Tony Stark because Tony Stark has already done all of that. Yeah, and he's not Batman. Batman in the DC universe, you're like, Damn, Batman's way smarter than this guy is. I don't understand. Batman, right. you know, it's just like, oh. I would like to see an updated uh, thing just because of what we saw with Mark Ruffalo and the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, yeah. but again, also, oh, the thing is just a dime store Hulk, which I'm pretty sure he got that crap anyway. Oh, like yeah. the comic book nerds which always hated first? about that. I thought thing was first. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. The thing is, it can't transform back. That was that was always the issue, right? The Hulk is a cool character because he's two characters. Mm-hmm. The the thing you're like, well, I mean, he just has to walk around CGI'd all day. And the problem with that too, and it's also it was played pretty well. I mean, it was one of the few parts that was okay in the in the movie was the fact that yeah, he has to deal with being a monster all of the time. And even the cartoon did it in a silly way where he had to go to like some children's like gala sort of thing to like like do a speech, but. It was all the. It was supposed to be all of the Fantastic Four, but they had to go save the universe, and he had to go do this. And uh, uh, he was in there in a big suit, and of course he walks through the door and smashes down the door. He drops his papers, and it's hard for him to pick up because he's got his big old orange, you know, fingies, and he couldn't do that. And then like his tux was ripping, and like it ripped his shirt, and then it ripped his pants, and all of these different things. And it's dealing with that. Like it's kind of almost like a body horror type of thing where you've 
inexplicably changed and you know you're stuck like this and how you're even going to be able to deal with that. Yeah, and like the CGI rocks, like the bricks. The brick guy is just so old school. Yeah. They need an updated version that that does make sense to that whole body image thing that isn't just yeah. a giant boulder. Or something that looks <laughs> like, what was it, an Ed Norton's Hulk movie? Abomination? Oh, yeah, Tim Roth's Abomination. Ugh. That was creepy and gross. Yeah. I thought it was cool, too. Looks like a giant thumb. <laughs> no. Uh, in, in case you're wondering, Thing from the comics came out. First appearance, November 1961, and the Hulk's first appearance was May 1962. So shortly after. We'll see. But the problem is, is you don't realize that Oreos are the knockoff of Hydrox. But, you know, who's the one that they always Oh, yeah. Definitely to? Hulk is much better than the thing when it comes to popularity. Yeah, what cookie are you dunking in your milk? <laughs> yeah, right. Hydrox is gone. Betamax was better, too. Guess what? VHS. Well, they're not anymore. This is why right? we can't have nice things. <laughs> Vicky. Yes. Uh, about a week ago, I talked about Crossing Swords. Mm-hmm. But I, at that point, I'd only watched one episode. I have watched two episodes okay. now. And Get on my level. Ooh. I know. Like, like, literally, you have streamed it more than once. Yes. It's now become my background show. Because <laughs> whenever I like a show, I'll end What's up a... watching it at least one more time. And now that I'm comfortable. show. It's filthy. Yeah, it I feel is. bad because I leave the window open because it's getting hot out and like kids are running around. I'm like, oh, they just said a bad word. It feels bad, but not bad enough to stream it three three times. <laughs> no, it's been more than that. Oh, wow. Well, it's an easy show to get through. There's only 10 episodes, 30 minute episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's I'll end up streaming it like at least half of it at night. Like cause I, tr- I have like the 90 minute timer, sleep timer on my TV now. Oh, nice. So it'll shut off after an hour and a half. Oh, perfect. So you just go to sleep. 90 <laughs> minutes. Yes. My God. How long does it take you to fall asleep? Vicky? Well, so here's the thing. If I set it for <laughs> off track, but if I set it for an hour, then I start getting in my head like, okay, you have an hour until it turns off and then you have to really get to sleep. But, but th- then I can't sleep. Then I psych myself out. And so I'm like, okay, I will fall asleep when I fall asleep. I have more than enough time. Wow. That's interesting. It's weird. I don't know why. Like, same with, like, if I wake up early, it's like, okay. Oh, I understand that. uh, 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 Should I go back to sleep? I don't don't know. Oh, God. Oh, I hate when you wake up seven minutes before your alarm and you're like, (laughs) It's like, it's not enough time. Not enough time, damn you. I have this thing where I have to go to the bathroom, like, literally 20 minutes before my alarm goes off. It's like, no, I'm... I'm taking exactly. that extra 20 minutes. Well, now 15 minutes, but I'm doing it. Or even if you wake up at like midnight and you go to the bathroom, you like try to keep your hazy sleepy. You're like, I don't want to lose the, the sleepy. Don't turn on the light. Don't turn on the light. Damn it, I turned on the light. It's like, now I'm awake. Damn it. The only thing about this total sidetrack is I can't believe that you're watching this as part of your sleep timer. <laughs> right? This show is, it is so filthy. And it's and it, gory, but it's cute gory well yeah and it's like i i talked about the fact that it reminded me a lot of like the old rudolph the red-nosed reindeer mm-hmm. stop motion things um so like that and like they're like little peg guys uh you see they're a lot little of little toys yeah you see a lot of twigs and berries though like it's <laughs> not a euphemism a lot of boobies um and it's it's like Vicky knows what episode I'm on because I'll just like send a random like message line. to her, like a line. I'll just be like, Fungin! And <laughs> let me tell you what, <laughs> that's really dirty. It's a really <laughs> dirty thing. But it's uh, it's set in a medieval time uh, and it just tells the tale of Patrick who's who <laughs> wanted to always be a squire. Well, a knight, but you have to be a squire exactly. first. Exactly, yeah. Because uh, and it starts off with like, oh, I did something horrible as a child and I'm going to be the greatest knight ever 10 years later. And he it attempts to be a squire and he does it. And everything is so effed up. So hilarious. Like, it, I think what really tickles me pink is the cast. 
because Patrick is played by Nicholas Holt. We've seen him in... Uh, he was Beast. Beast in the X-Men movies, a new one. Um, he was also in that show I recently watched also on Hulu, The Great. Oh, and yeah. And he played basically the... Like the Tsar, whatever the... The Tsar? Tsar of like Russia, like or the oh, emperor yeah. of Russia. It was like Tsar Nicholas, right? Yeah, or like the emperor... Nicholas em- Holt plays Tsar. I, <laughs> I forget what the character is. It's like, historical but. comedy. But so to see him go from like the ruler and being a total D-bag <laughs> to being like sweet little Patrick, Peter the Great, that's what it was. Uh, oh, Peter the Great. Sweet little Patrick who's just like, he just wants to do good and he's like, I don't believe in the death penalty. Like, oh, let's just be, let's let's help, you know, the community. Let's fix the roads and feed the poor. Like, yeah, that that seems like too much work and not fun. Like, the king is such an a-hole, but he's played by Luke Evans. And if you guys don't know Luke Evans, he was in that not so great uh, vampire movie, Dracula. Oh. <laughs> he played Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. He played Shaw oh. in Fast and the Furious 6. He was also, I want to say, wasn't he hit in a um, in the Hobbit? He played uh, Bard or Gurion in the a Desolation of Smog. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was that the joke where he looked more like Orlando Bloom than Orlando Bloom did in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but he has like this, like you know, if you think of him as Gaston, like he's got the chiseled face, and to hear him play King Merriman, who is this old, just kind of childish, crotchety old king. Is hilarious. I like, didn't realize what? that he played King Merriman. Right? That's funny. Like I, I can't, it blows my mind. And he doesn't even have an accent. Not all the characters have the British accent, and like Patrick doesn't, which is funny because Nicholas Holt is also uh, not from the United States. Yeah, uh, yeah England. Because right? I'm like I never know UK. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a hundred percent filthy. This is done by the same people who did um, Robot Chicken, and Seth Green does play Blinker Quartz, the uh, <laughs> oh the wizard? the wizard. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Tara Strong plays Coral, Patrick's sister, who's a pirate queen. Yep. And all his siblings are a-holes. Yeah, they're just jerks. <laughs> like, everyone is an a-hole to him. Like, even Blarney, the clown, whom he saved. Yeah, which is his brother, Blarney, played by Tony Hale. And if you guys have seen the Harley Quinn show on uh, the DC Universe, mm-hmm. Tony Hale also plays the voice of Dr. Psycho. So, for <laughs> me, it's like when I hear Blarney talking, I'm like, it's Dr. Psycho! <laughs> <laughs> but it's because these guys have such unique voices, you can tell like, oh, there's Seth Green playing like a side character or there's Tara Strong again because Tara Strong has such a unique voice from mm-hmm. playing Bubbles to <laughs> she was also, oh, what was her name? If you guys ever saw the show Chowder, which I found out it's also on Hulu. Chowder. It's a it's a weird kid show that I watched back in the day and it, I still hold up. Super watch it. Weird. Watch All it stoned. Right. <laughs> uh, but she makes, she has a really weird, funny voice in that. So I hear it constantly in the show. So it's. That's hilarious. Even funnier. Uh, oh, God. Broth steals a lot of the scenes, which is like his best friend who's the yeah. dumb guy. Yep. And he's like, my name is Broth. He's the one who's naked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch this with your kids. It no. is filthy. No, it's- no, unless your kids are like over 18 and you want to have a good time. Right. But I also. It might be awkward. I saw an ad for this running on Imager and somebody was commenting. They're like, oh, I saw the first episode. And it's like, if you like, you know, them saying the F word and the T word all the time, then I guess it's funny. I'm like, I thought it was like, I think those words. That's (laughs) funny. I like those words. I like it when they say bad (laughs) things and they like show stupid nudity because it's not even it's not sexy nudity. They're toys. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's like Team America World Police sort of stuff. So, Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not marionette, but it's pretty close to that. Uh-huh. If you don't like the filthy, goofy comedies, you're not going to like this. 
But if you're like me and you're a piece of crap, mm-hmm. watch it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get out of here, uh, I did want to bring up the uh, behind the scene facts about 90s movies that you may or may not know. Now, there's a lot of these movies that I don't know if you guys have actually seen. So we'll kind of go through them. If you haven't seen them, I'll just kind of quickly run through them. Um, y'all have seen uh, Titanic, though, right? Oh, yep. yeah. Okay. Well, it looks like uh, Matthew McConaughey almost played Jack instead of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Whoa. Which would have been weird. really weird because he was a little bit older at that point in time anyway. And then Claire Danes almost played Rose, which... Eh, my so-called lifetime, I, I I don't think it would have been terrible. Mm-hmm. So that would it would have been an interesting casting choice, but that would have been all right. Okay, I would I don't hate it. Yeah, I would have missed Leo in that role. Though, I think for so. Sure. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace almost did not have Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu, but hmm. almost Tupac Shakur. What he wasn't he well obviously he was a rapper but he was also a uh, he was an actor he had done a couple of movies as well and he was pretty good but he was also a diehard Star Wars fan and before huh. he had died he actually auditioned for the role of Sam Jackson unfortunately he was killed and then you don't do movies that's his history you know. yeah uh, Independence Day the U S military was originally going to supply the costumes props and even planes to be used in the movie but they kind of withdrew their support when the filmmakers refused to remove references to Area 51 you know that place where people were gonna you know charge and try to find all the secrets that were inside of that that highly classified Air Force facility that uh, you know may have the aliens uh, inside there, which is absolutely referenced in that movie. Which, I mean, uh, I guess, but it just seems it's like, well, you can't reference that. I'm like, yeah, but all of our stuff kind of hinges around that. Yeah, and also, what's in Area 51? Guys? Well. Anyone? We had uh, 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 tens of people that showed up that were going to uh, uh, storm the gates. And that, that, Let me tell you, yeah, I've been out yeah, that area. Out. I've gone by it many times because it's mm-hmm. on my uh, road trip uh, map route through yeah. uh, that I, area. I've done that road trip before, too. And there is uh, nothing out there. <laughs> There's literally nothing out there. Uh, the Sixth Sense uh, was actually bought. Uh, the screenplay was bought by Disney's uh, Buena Vista label. And the guy who bought it lost his job because he bought it and thought that Disney would be happy about it. And they were not. So they fired him and then let another company finance the movie. And then they didn't make all of those gigantic profits that the Sixth Sense got. Whoops. Yep. Uh, I love this one because I've heard this before and it's hilarious. And it's actually on the DVD commentary of Armageddon. Ben Affleck actually once asked director Michael Bay, why is it easier to train oil drillers to become astronauts than it is to train astronauts to become oil drillers? Uh, Michael Bay told him to shut the F up and ended the talk. (laughs) Which, I mean, yeah. Don't, yeah. It's got a point. Don't question Michael Bay movies. It's like there'll be explosions It'll be confusing, and if there's Transformers, it'll be trash. Uh, Whoa, I don't disagree. (laughs) Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Arnold Schwarzenegger was paid $21,000 per word. His salary was $15 million, but he only spoke 700 words total in the movie. Wow, he actually spoke 700 words. Yeah. I'll be back. It's the second movie. So, Pasta La Vista Baby, (laughs) and like all the stuff with John Connor, you know, the bonding. Uh, Bruce Wolfe was almost in Ghost, but uh, he didn't really understand how romance with a ghost could work, because apparently he doesn't understand how movies work. I don't kind of hate that excuse, because at the same time, you're like, well, can I touch the person as a ghost? (laughs) Maybe. How does that work? Am I I going to haunt her? I mean, I don't think Bruce Wolfe, especially back in the day, is, he's not a bad looking dude. 
but Patrick Swayze. Yeah. He he was made for that. He was yeah. a better ghost. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. My mom loved that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Twister actually used a camel's moan, lowering the pitch to create the tornado's distinctive sounds. And those moans and the sounds are really kind of haunting. That was one of those big budget, mm-hmm. I don't want to call it scary movies, but when you hear that noise and all the stuff's going oh, yeah. on, it was pretty scary. Uh, Toy Story 2 was originally going to be a direct-to-movie sequel, like uh, Aladdin and stuff like that. Uh, but obviously that would have been a big mistake because the sequels went on to make more than $2.6 billion worldwide. Oh, only 2.6? Yeah, so you went straight to video on that one. That would have sucked. And then finally, Home Alone, the writer-director John Hughes wrote the screenplay in just nine days and the last hmm. 44 pages in just eight hours after a stressful family trip to Europe that left him thinking... What if one of my kids had been accidentally left behind at home? Sounds like wishful thinking. He wrote 44 pages in eight hours? Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah. And impressive. Exactly. So uh, I liked Home Alone, but also like just if you look at it in terms of like a, a cartoon, a live action cartoon with a kid, it makes a lot more sense. And yeah, it kind of makes sense on all of that. <laughs> Guess don't leave your kid. <laughs> or if your kid's going to be a pain in the ass, maybe write a movie about leaving your kid. Got it. <laughs> well, we're done with that, and now it is time to get to... The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. What's going on, Vicky? So, I know last time we talked about, you know, how people got around censorships. Mm-hmm. Something else that's really funny is now that I'm an adult going back and watching all these Disney movies, because I have Disney+, Plus. Uh huh. hearing the adult jokes... In the movies that totally went over my head as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I know what that means. <laughs> uh, so BuzzFeed came out with an article of 23 goofy to highly inappropriate jokes in Disney movies that I didn't get until now. Because I'm not the only one that has experienced this. Okay. Um, and this is going back to like old movies uh, to even more recent ones like Frozen. Really? Yeah. Huh. So in uh, the first one on the list is uh, in Aladdin and the King of Thieves, which is one of those direct to oh, VHS. Direct- yeah. Which I had, I think, up to four of whatever the Aladdin. How sequels. many of those did they make? I don't remember. There I know there was at four. There was at least three. I, and did did Robin Williams do any of the voices I, for any of maybe? those? I don't remember. Actually, I feel like maybe not, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know for sure. But all I remember is going at the grocery store and seeing the VHS, like, need it. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it's uh, Aladdin, the King of Thieves. He finds his father. He's about to get married to Jasmine. Uh, and so apparently the earth starts, like, there's like an earthquake or something. Uh, and uh, the genie says, well, I thought the earth wasn't supposed to move until the honeymoon. Oh. It <laughs> <laughs> Consummate the marriage. Hey. And speaking of... You know, sexy time. Uh, <laughs> in Frozen 2, which I actually haven't seen all the way through yet, uh, there's a part where Kristoff, like normally he's dressed kind of like stable boy-esque. Uh-huh. He's all dressed up all fancy. And she says, oh, I prefer you in leather anyways. Oh, dear. Mm. Hmm. Oh, my. I love that they wrote, when Anna hinted she's a straight up leather queen in Frozen 2. <laughs> 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 or even in the first Frozen movie when Kristoff and Anna meet and she's talking about Prince Hans and how she's in love after meeting him for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, he asks like all these different questions about him and one of the questions is, foot size? It's like, foot size doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, it does with Cinderella. And, mm. and some of these aren't even dirty. They're just funny. Like They're yeah. cute. Like I, I don't get it. 
like in um, Beauty and the Beast, where Beast says to Cogsworth, I want to do something for her, but what? And he says, well, there's the usual things, flowers, chocolates, promises you don't intend to keep. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I love flowers and chocolates. Um, or there's like even just like little references, like it kind of just went over your head. You thought it was maybe funny, but you didn't get why it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like in Hercules, there's a couple of different ones where, um, you know, they're talking to past, present, and future, like they're the seers. Yeah. Um, and one of them says, indoor plumbing, it's going to be big. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know what they're... What? I don't get that. I know what plumbing is, but what do you mean? And like now it's like, ha, cute. Yeah. We actually know a little bit about history and such. Right. Or even when um, in Hercules, when the two, there are two kids that are trapped, but they're actually pain and panic, you know, in mm-hmm. disguise. They're like, somebody call, like, I-X-I-I. Oh, 911. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I know Joe was just like, I'm catching up. I don't get that one. Or even just like, just zingers. Like, have you guys seen uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove? I have oh, yeah. not, no. Okay, so if you ever get a chance, I don't think it's on Disney Plus yet. Really? Because I tried looking for it, I believe, recently. Oh, maybe it'll we'll eventually get there. It is one of my favorite movies, Disney movies, underrated. Actually, I had a conversation with uh, a buddy uh, of ours. Uh, Aaron about what is an underrated Disney movie in it for sure is it's uh, it's got David Spade and oh, yeah, I'm blanking on his name yeah I know of it John Goodman oh John Goodman really there's yeah. a voice in it he's uh, the not the llama <laughs> <laughs> David Spade is the llama slash emperor but there's a part where he dresses up to pretend he's human and he dresses up as a woman mm-hmm. and so they're pretending to be somebody else they're like oh we're on our honeymoon and the waitress says bless you for coming out in public <laughs> <laughs> she's so sassy you're just like oh what as a kid they're just like oh yeah just coming out in public and hanging <laughs> out okay sure uh, or in the movie Inside Out which funny enough I think that may be the only Disney movie I have not seen yet Inside Out it's the one about feelings oh you haven't seen that uh-uh. one Oh, you, A, you need to watch it, mm-hmm. and B, bring uh, all your tissues. That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. You uh, won't cry. But apparently, uh, when Disgust doubted the existence of bears in San Francisco, like there's no bears in San Francisco, Cisco, Cisco Anger Newbetter says, uh, there's no bears in San Francisco. It's like, I saw a really hairy guy. He looked like a bear <laughs> in San Fran. Hmm. Yeah, mm, yeah. Um, bears. <laughs> or even just like casually almost dropping a bad word. Like in a, a Frozen, there's a lyric where Anna's singing based on another adult idiom. Arendelle's in deep, 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 deep snow. <laughs> <laughs> Different S word there. Oh, and I actually watched this one uh, last weekend with uh, my uh, my little foster brother. Mm-hmm. Cars, which still holds up. It's still pretty awesome. Is it? Yeah, like it's still fun. Like the animation's still great. And it came out like, what, 2006? Yeah, yeah, about 14 years ago. Wow. Right. Um. So he has two fans, Mia and Tia, and they're like super obsessed. They're like, Lightning McQueen, we love you. And they like flash their headlights. Get it? <laughs> High and beams. he was like, Hucha. Like, hey. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Yeah, flash well, them high beams. Or even when he's talking to Mater, he's like, he won three piston cups. What, he won his cup? Piston. I'm glad I was, like, it was 2006, I was about 16, so I got it. And I was like, yeah. hey, I get that reference. Oh, but there's a lot of fun ones. I'll post them up so you guys can see them. Awesome. <laughs> well, until next time, guys, stay nerdy. Stay nerdy.